0: shall we just pray for a moment? Father God, we thank you that you invite us to come into your kingdom. Thank you for the gift of your Son, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have come to be with us and show us how to be in relationship with God our Father. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit, and we pray now, Holy Spirit, you will take your word and apply it to our lives today. Amen. This is our invitation, which we're using to invite people to join us here this Christmas. It's a a painting by one of our artists, Terry West, who's also an architect. You can probably tell that from the image. It's very architect style. And on the top half, he's painted a classic Bethlehem Nativity scene. And on the bottom half is a, a picture of North Allerton High Street. And just helping us to think about what happened 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem applies to where we live today. Jesus didn't just come for then. He also came for the here and now and this place too. So you're invited and you are welcome. Let me just list some of the things that are going on here this Christmas. You're invited to New Life at Christmas. That's today. And next Sunday, we'll be thinking about how we're invited to make a home with the Lord Jesus and Joseph and Mary. And next Sunday afternoon, if you're over 60, you're invited to a nativity where we'll have some tea together and some Christmas fun. Also, on the 15th of December, we'll be going on an adventure with the wise men. And there'll be an opportunity on the 5th to join the choir and one way or another sing carols at the jolly minister on friday the 6th shepherds and angels will be uh, having a carols by candlelight service here on sunday the 22nd and on christmas eve there is a christingle service in the afternoon at 4 pm where we're invited to shine a light for jesus then on christmas day you're invited to meet the savior at jesus birth and on the 29th the dedication with Anna and Simeon. Come along to all or as many of these as you can and you'll be made most welcome. This morning we want to give you an invitation to new life. When Jesus was born 2,000 years ago, he came with that invitation for us to experience new life in him for the whole world, which is what this lovely little world here, I'm not sure what it's made of, but it's a world in the shape of a heart And that's because God loves the world, as we've just heard. And that's what Jesus came to reveal to us and show us in person. God loves the whole world. And so this morning, we're just going to open up that invitation, which Jesus has brought to us today, and see what is inside. The first thing that we discover when Jesus came is that God so loved the world. Jesus comes with an invitation to know the Father's love personally, for God so loved the world. Jesus, the Son of God, came to earth to show us that God, our Father, loves us with a passion. And he invites us in to the same relationship that he has with his Father in heaven. That's the relationship Jesus wants us to experience, every one of us here this morning, to know God our Father like he knows God the Father. And that relationship was a relationship of trust, security, and unconditional love. That's the relationship between Jesus, Son of God, and God the Father. Does that sound good to you? Does that sound like something you would like to Well, Jesus came to tell us and to show us how to enter into that relationship with God our Father. That was always God's original intention for us. In the Genesis account of creation, we see a picture of God and mankind living together in harmony, walking together in the garden in the cool of the day, the man and woman caring for God's world together, as stewards, the way God intended for it to be, and still does. Everything out in the open. They didn't even have any clothes on, and they knew no shame. Now, of course, it didn't stay like that. Men and women decided to hide away from God rather than to walk with Him. And ever since, we've suffered as a consequence of that decision. Our self-worth as a result, our behavior, our relationships, and our world have all suffered as a result of this disconnection from God our Father. And we see that all around us today in our own lives and in our own hearts and in our own relationships. Yes, and in the mess we are making as stewards of God's world. Now, I'm not a Coldplay fan, but their new album, which is just out, Everyday Life, it has a very interesting song on it, and it's called Daddy. And it's a song about the longing of a young child who's separated from their father. And that's experience of, of many people today in our culture. And the song says this, Daddy, are you out there? Daddy, won't you come and play? Daddy, do you not care? Is there nothing that you want to say? You're so far away. If you get a chance, go on the internet and watch the little YouTube video that goes with that. It's heart-rending, but very poignant as well. It doesn't just speak about uh, the relationship with one child and their father. I think it also speaks to our condition as human beings. Uh, we're separated from our Abba Father in heaven. And regardless of what our relationship with our earthly fathers and mothers is, God wants us to know today that he loves us with a passion. He loves us as a father. Phil Knox, head of mission to young adults at the Evangelical Alliance, talking about this song, talks about the lament of a society in need of a father. And he says this, the outrageous, scandalous, beautiful message of the gospel is that God is not far away, but that he is closer and more loving than we dare imagine. Isn't that good news? For God so loved the world. And this is what the nativity scene says to us this Christmas. And that's why we, I think, drawn to it so much because it says something about the love of a father and mother for their little child, but also the love of God our Father for us, his children. Phil Knox is coming to speak at this church next year, so we'll be keeping you up to date on that as we go along. That little video we saw from the children where God, stroke Charlie, says, When the prince is done, nothing will be able to keep people from my love. Isn't that a great message? And it's true. It's true because he gave his one and only son for us. Jesus is God's one and only son. The authorized version of the Bible says it like this, the only begotten son. And earlier in John's gospel, we read that the word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Isn't that amazing that Jesus was willing to come and that God, his Father, was willing to send his one and only Son? Now, there's a guy called Nicodemus who Josiah read that encounter to us just a moment ago. And he was trying to do this thing where he was figuring out who Jesus exactly was. He was one of the leaders of the religious community. He was held in high esteem, and he was a genuine seeker of God. So he says to Jesus, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God. So Jesus points out to him in no uncertain terms that he is in fact the son of God and the son of man. Nicodemus just needed to raise the bar quite a bit from a teacher who'd come from God to actually the Son of God who'd been sent on a mission by his Father. He was the Son of God, and he is the Son of Man. Or to put it another way, he is God's flesh and blood, and he is our flesh and blood as well. Isn't that amazing? That God became a man, a human being, and will continue to be a human being for eternity in the person of his Son, This is the most amazing Christmas present we could ever hope to receive. God in the glorious person of his son Jesus here on earth showing us how to live with grace and truth, with love and faithfulness. That's what Meryl prayed for us this morning earlier. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for coming into this world and opening things up for us. That's what Jesus does when he comes to us. He opens the potential of life up for us and enables us to achieve our true potential as human beings and sons and daughters of God our Father. What a gift Jesus is for us at Christmas, given to us by God himself, addressed personally to you and me with a second-class stamp isn't that great? In the midst of our muck and mess, wrapped in a cloth and lying in a manger, no airs and graces, vulnerable like us, the God of the universe, vulnerable like us, dependent like us, crying like a baby, because that's what he was, a little baby, God's one and only Son. How can this be? It truly is A mystery, but thank God it is true. Thank God this gift is for you. Will you receive it? All you have to do is join with the Magi, the shepherds, the angels, and worship Jesus as King of your life. For God so loved the world, He gave His one and only Son, that whoever, whoever, believes in him. Jesus comes with an invitation for us to believe in him, and it contains an RSVP, responde, seal vous plaît please reply. And that request, that invitation, is 2,000 years old now, and it is still open. It is still open to the people of North Allerton, and wherever it is You come from today God the father through his son Jesus invites us to respond he doesn't decide for us he invites us and he simply asks for a yes or a no to Jesus your choice no exceptions no exclusions do you believe in my son Jesus that's what God says to us today through his word. Whoever you are, God calls you today to respond. Verse 16, whoever believes in him shall not perish. Verse 18, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already. Verse 21, whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight Of God, whoever you are. God offers you today the greatest invitation you will ever receive, an invitation to believe in God's Son, Jesus, and start to live your life in the sight of God. Everything you do, everything you say, everything that you are as an act of worship in the sight of God. Sounds a bit scary, but actually when you try it, it's not at all. Because God loves you more than you can ever imagine. That was Jesus' invitation to Nicodemus. Come out into the daylight as a believer in me. Stop skulking about, Nicodemus. Nail your colors to the mast. And do you know what? To Nicodemus' great credit, he did exactly that. We know this because he was there at the cross, wasn't he? If you read the story, Nicodemus, along with his pal, Joseph of Arimathea, went to the authorities and asked for Jesus' body so that they could pastorally care for the body of Christ. They came out into the open, took Jesus' body, and took care of it. And I reckon Nicodemus remembered what Jesus said to him that night they met one-to-one. The Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. That's why Terry has connected the market cross with the crib, because that's why Jesus came as a baby, to grow up and to go to the cross on our behalf. We've been singing about both those things this morning been singing lovely carols, but we've also been singing about the cross of Jesus. This same invitation is given to Nicodemus and people in the Christmas story as we read it over the coming weeks, and and the people of Northallerton too. It's given to whoever. Will you believe in God's one and only Son, Jesus? Because if you do, you shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus comes with an invitation to new life in the Spirit. So what is it, this eternal life that Jesus is talking about? What exactly is it? Nicodemus couldn't get his head around it. He couldn't understand how he, as a grown-up, could be born again. What was that all about? How can someone be born when they're old? Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb. So Jesus explained that he was talking about new life in the Spirit of God. Flesh gives birth to flesh, Jesus says, but the Spirit gives birth, gives life, eternal life, to Spirit. Now, the birth of Jesus was completely unique. As the angel Gabriel explained to Mary, the Holy Spirit would come upon her and the power of the Most High would overshadow her so that the Holy One to be born would be called the Son of God. Now, that was a, a miracle, a unique one off incidence. The birth of Jesus was and is completely unique. But it happened to Mary because Mary said yes to the angel. She said, May it be to me as you have said. And then she gave birth to her son. And they gave him the name Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. And then Mary went on to sing as the Spirit filled her. She burst forth in praise. My Spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. Even then she had some sort of inclination at what was going on here. Now we can't do what Mary did, but we can pray what Mary prayed and say yes to Jesus' gift of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So that with Mary, we too can sing, my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. And that's because when we pray that prayer, when we say yes to God, come Holy Spirit, He takes us at our word, and His Spirit comes to live within us and birth the eternal life of heaven within us. And so we start to come alive spiritually. This is what Jesus was teaching Nicodemus, and it's what he's teaching us today. We need to open our lives up to the Holy Spirit of God and ask him to help us to come alive to God for the rest of our lives and on and on and on into eternity. Born again! to know the love of the Father, born again to know the gift of his Son, born again to know new life in the Holy Spirit. Shall we pray together? I'm just going to pray a very simple prayer. If you want to receive this new life into your life today, then just pray it in your heart with me. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you that you love me unconditionally thank you that despite all my faults and failings you can only see your daughter your son standing before you thank you father thank you for the gift of your son Jesus thank you that you are willing to give him up on my behalf and thank you Lord Jesus that you are willing to come into our world as a vulnerable baby and to experience what I experience on my behalf, even death on a cross. Thank you, Jesus. Please forgive me, wash me clean, make me whole. I receive the gift of your Holy Spirit into my life. I pray, come Holy Spirit, wipe the slate clean, bust the life of heaven within me, start me out afresh, from today onwards, for the rest of my life, into eternity. Amen.